0: So in this episode, I'm going to throw around some terms, and I feel like I should make some disclosure at the beginning. Um, I'm, say I'm calling this like kind of a musicology, but I don't want to aggrandize myself in any of that. I, um, I don't have any degrees in that. I've never studied it. I've probably been playing music for about 18 years now, which some people listening to this are probably going to even be surprised that the music that I make now it sounds like that after 18 years of practice. <laughs> But I do spend a lot of time thinking about music and songs and such. So uh, lately, I have been pretty fascinated with the idea of um, kind of all elements of a medium coming together to get behind an idea. So I think about, uh, I mean, most recently, and this is a video game example, but in Bonfireside Chat, we talked about the end of Dark Souls. And uh, the end of Dark Souls, you're, you're facing Gwyn. And the music is this kind of defeated, you know, lonely piano. And he, you know, the color scheme is muted and the play contributes because he is, uh, you know, so weak and and, and easy to beat and, and, you know, past his prime. Everything contributes to one idea. You know, it's not gameplay and graphics. It's gameplay and graphics working together. And I started thinking about how this, you know, other mediums have been doing this forever. Like we get really impressed in a video game when the actual play complements the the theme or the message. Um, because it's so rare because video games are such a, you know, a, a young medium. And uh, so few people who make video games try to do that. So I thought I would think uh, bring up an example of a song that I think does this really well and is just kind of an amazing song. And kind of take it apart bit by bit. Um and really just kinda, you know, e- examine it and how it all contributes to an idea. Um so the idea I chose is called uh Reverie, which is by Stereolab. It's on their uh, Emperor Tomato Ketchup album, which is my favorite Stereolab album. It's kind of a, a noob choice for that, but it's definitely my favorite. And uh this is a song about um reflecting, you know, being an adult, being feeling a little bit cynical about, uh, you know, being an adult and looking back uh, on the past and uh, childhood and, and just things being, being better when you've seen it all. Um, and the neat thing about this song, if you want to really hold it under a microscope, which I don't necessarily encourage you do this, like I get annoyed by semiotic analysis of things, but everything in the song, you know, a lot of things are not just lyrics, contribute to this this underlying theme the lyrics do as well and there's an ad twist there that i want to talk about a little bit later but uh let's go ahead and let's start the song um and there, there, so there, i guess there's kind of two two twin elements i want to talk about one which has to do with this kind of overlying bit about everything about a piece of work contributing to its whole and then the second one just being that that stereo lab serves as a master class how to do repetition um they repeat elements, and every time something is added to, you know, to to a part of the song, it kind of recontextualizes what come, came before, and always adds. It's you know they're very good at that. But let's listen to the beginning of the song, and uh, just kind of uh, up and you know for for a little bit, and and then talk about it. So we've got these somber strings in the beginning, kind of setting this tone for this this bittersweetness about this. This is not going to be, you know, a, a happy song necessarily. But then after that, you know, the drums come in and the, the main melody of the song, which is very simple. this very just like, you know, six note arc, you know, up and then down. Almost sounds like a nursery rhyme. Um, here is where the other elements come in. Love. So yeah, so those those pizzicato strings, da 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 da, you know those little. I'm not singing it right, but the, those three you know notes kind of ascending again, really simple. And then here we come to kind of the the break, and I want to say um, before we get here what what's being said here. So the, the first verse, you know, is just talking about remembering about how how nice childhood is, um, but this next verse where it starts counting next part where it starts counting sounding kind of angry. Um, you know, she's saying, you know what to do what to do when one has done everything read everything drunk everything eaten everything given everything in truth and in detail when one has cried on all the rooftops wept and laughed in the towns and in the country so you know she's looking at her life and finding it wanting um, you know what what do i even do is what she said <laughs> So you know it's not really angry, but she's she's taking on this demanding tone, this insistent, repeating staccato uh, thing, and then you know take it take a moment and just listen to how you know beautiful and lush that sounds, um, because these guys are are masterful, um, and then when I talk about adding elements to a song and you know, just kind of, you know, never, never cluttering it up or, you know, it's always addition by addition. Those strings that come in, they do a repetition of the verse here, but those strings don't go away. So here's just a snippet. I won't play the whole verse. So the, the, the strings are in now. It's beautiful. It's all there together. The, the little triplets in the back haven't gone anywhere it still has that kind of nursery rhyme style and then here so this next moment is the you know i guess for lack of a word the chorus of the song and this is the the moment when i heard this um that i you know i saw one of my friends were um covering this band for for a show and play the song and this is the moment which i you know i realized like i i love this band and it's not something where like i don't have all of their songs memorized or anything like that it's just certain songs you know i feel that they're They're as good as anyone at doing certain things. So all those elements are in. Everything is built up. And then here's the part where uh, here's the kind of the turn. There several things going on there. Um, we'll just start with what she's saying. So uh, she's saying, uh, you know, the house, the house of other times, the house, the house that we have left, and then the background vocal, um, you know, or and and also saying, so I don't know exactly it's translated, so I don't know who's saying what exactly, because I don't speak French, but, um, and then so, you know, one of the other singers is saying, and the silence that penetrates me. Um, note how this, this kind of, so, you know, she spends this time, like, what do we even do? you know childhood is very nice childhood brings magic you know she says in the the beginning in the verses and you know childhood is the most real in the, the garden of new visions you know everything is new what do i do when i've seen everything done everything and then goes kind of into this memory and it's worth noting so you know this is this house and it's other you know it's a, it's in the past like there's no there's no getting back there you know and notice how the music kind of reflects it again everything is contributing uh, to this central idea. She, um, you know, the, the tone gets darker in the song um, and the elements kind of pile on in this part where before they were kind of every element was lush and added and, and just kind of added to this texture. Now everything is added on and there's like a dissonance to it. So, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the strings come in and the second vocal comes in and eventually that guitar comes in, you know, on the, the other speaker and, um, And it's, uh, you know, it's ugly and and kind of discordant. And then one of my favorite things about it is you start hearing that, you know, a sound that kind of comes through and it's shaking apart, you know, like this, this kind of, you know, living in the past and kind of thinking, you know, the poison of nostalgia that you are saying and thinking about these things that you really love. And the implied corollary to that whenever you do is that those things are in the past, like they're not here. You know, there's there's nothing that's not here, so you know it kind of shakes apart, um, and eventually kind of crumbles. And it's one of my favorite, you know, again, like just everything that comes in, you know, the the backing vocals coming in, everything is beautiful, everything fits. It's it's all complementary pieces, so it's really kind of marvelous in that respect. Um, but then everything kind of crumbles apart, and we're left back to the you know major key happy verses, um, which, again, are the, are the same as before. But what's worth noting is that the first half of the, uh, the song, you know, we get two verses. We get, like, a verse and a, uh, a pre-chorus or a bridge, and then another verse and a pre-chorus or a bridge, and then that chorus part, the second time it comes around, it lasts, you know, half as long. We go back to the verse only, and then uh, just once, and then, you know, go go back to the uh to this kind of dark remembering so you know there's kind of a limit you know is what i take from that on on how much value you can get you know you can kind of have this reverence you know that's the name of the song disciples reverie um to the past but it's brief and it's 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 unsustainable never get back, you know, to the the present. We never get back to things. There's no resolution. Like it just ends on that discord, you know. Everything is just kind of up in the air, you know. And for for a song about uh, childhood, you know, innocence remembered or, or kind of nostalgia like that, um, it is really neat and really kind of brave and cool. And and one of the things about it is that uh, it's in French as you heard, like I had to go look up the lyrics, um, you know, the translation, which I feel like I knew what the song was about (laughs) before, before I did that. Um, just from the title and the tone, like it manages to tell so much without, you know, just telling you. And this is something like, you know, that is not, you know, it's not like, there's not as much possibility space for this in every medium, but I love it when I, when I see it, you know? So you know, sum me up like there's kind of you know the two parts of this. Like I really love how this tells the story without needing to tell the story. And then also, um, just like you know, listen to w- when new elements are introduced, what they are, what they do, um, how it contributes. Just like the luscious texture. Like I want to, you know, lay down in this song and 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 just kind of you know uh, bask in it. Um it's really impressive to me, you know, as somebody who writes songs. Like this is the kind of thing because most of the time when I listen to music, um, I'm a I'm a real proponent of shorter is better. Like I would say most of the songs that I've written, um, just by volume are like less than a minute long. And that's because, you know, get in and get out is kind of you know, I feel like there's a lot of fluff um in music. And if I listen to music on the radio, uh most of the time I feel like you know, everything should probably be cut in half, you know, like a, a song on the radio shouldn't be longer than 90 seconds or two minutes, really, you know, cause you get in there and you, you make your point. Um, the way the song kind of gets around that is by adding these little kind of, you know, minor melodies that build onto this thing, you know, pretty, pretty much constantly, almost every, you know, every go round of the melody, something is added that makes it sound different and you take that and you kind of take this emotional res- resonance uh, with me, you know, me specifically as somebody who has a complicated relationship with my, <laughs> with my childhood. Um, you know, it just, it's really, uh, it's really noteworthy. It's really something. Um, so again, I don't have any, you know, formal training in this or anything. It's just something I really love. And it's really important to me to analyze why, uh, you know, the things I love, it's worth figuring out why. You know, so uh, and that that's why. So I'm gonna throw in. The, here's the whole song. So it might, it might have been frustrating to listen to and have it constantly be cut off with my dumb voice, but here's the whole song. And, and if you've never heard it before, maybe you'll dig it. Um, I definitely recommend that album. It's also got a song called "The Noise of Carpet," which is incredible. Um, which is what the the music in the Scott Pilgrim music movie should have sounded like. Like there are Stereo Lab songs that should have been what the the music was instead of those back grunge songs because i never saw scott pilgrim's band as a grunge band um so yeah uh check it out this is uh sybil's Rever- reverie uh by Stereolab. i don't own the rights to this but uh here's the entire thing so you can you can check it out after listening to me br- blather about it
1: <laughs>